You are now in tune to a 726 Studio production. Yo, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Planet Josh. As always, thank you for taking the time out to listen to this new episode. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast on. For you new guys, I also have a Instagram page for the podcast and you can find it at underscore planet Josh underscore. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at J underscore mama 97. And as always, the links will be in the description to make it easier for you guys to find the accounts. Now, something that I've been saying ever since I got to Belize is that recording an episode is just so hard to do. And it goes with the fact that, you know, I don't have the same location as I once did. And you guys are probably getting tired of hearing this. But I'm just letting you guys know each and every time how stressful it is to record an episode because of whatever background noise may pop up here and there. And as a result of that, I'm going to be changing the stuff I use to record my episodes, but I don't know when exactly because I just ordered them, but I am going to be getting a Rode pod mic along with an audio box and what's not so I can get this thing done the right way because I currently have a um, condenser mic and condenser mics are very sensitive. They pick up every little sound, no matter how hard you try. And well, they're basically made for the purpose of being in a studio where it's super quiet because, you know, especially when it comes to like singing and what's not, you have a lot of sensitive tones that they want to pick up. Well, that's just my assumption. Whereas dynamic mics can kind of more or less block out whatever background noise may pop up. You know, of course, if it's a loud ass banging, you might hear it, but it won't be the same as it is with a condenser mic like I have here. So enough about my BSing for today. I don't want to lead you guys too astray because my assumption is that those that are listening to this episode are going to be a lot of people that are new to the podcast, a lot of people that are here for one reason and one reason alone, and hopefully you stick around and listen to more of the podcast. Feel free to stick around. So for those of you that have been rolling with me since day one, you already know that I had dropped episodes relating to Taiwan and adjusting to a new country way back when. But now I feel like it's about that time for, you know, a remix to all of that, a uh, summarization, uh, you know, put it into better terms. And, you know, I'm also a better podcaster at this point in time. So it's only fitting that I do this the right way. And you people are going to be lucky. You guys that are heading to Taiwan for the very first time are the ones that I'm referring to. So I have this high school classmate of mine by the name of Nile. Shout out to you, Nile, because you're the one that dropped this topic. Well, yeah, you're the one that gave the suggestion for me to talk about this exact topic that I'm going to be talking about today. However, I want to, you know, at the same time, let you guys know how Nile approached me about it. He told me this and I quote, I'm surprised you didn't do a Planet Josh for the folks headed to Taiwan, the new folks, came home and switched up. And to you, I must say, I did not switch up. It's just my scenery switched up on me, my process switched up on me, 
and the topics that I had in my head kind of switched up and ditched me. And of course, I had to get rid of the, you know, getting back home, readjusting and all that. I had to get that out of the way. I had to let the people know. But here we are now. And I'm going to dive into this a little bit for you guys. So feel free to share with your fellow ICDF scholarship recipients, MOFA scholarship recipients, um, people that you know are going to Taiwan without a scholarship because it's still information for them. And when you find out about people from other countries, let them know too. Hell, let them all know. Just let them know and tell them that Planet Josh is where it's at. So first and foremost, you guys are now heading into a new chapter of your lives. This is something completely different. You're moving across the world. Well, that's my assumption because most ICF students and what's not are from the Western Hemisphere, whether it's Central America, the Caribbean, generally around this part of the world. So you're going somewhere very far away. And for those of you that are not, you're still moving out of your home country. You're moving out of your comfort zone. You're moving out of what you've known for the vast majority of your life. Well, that's what I'm assuming. And so I have one piece of advice for you. Go to Taiwan with an open mind. Now, remember, this is a new country. This is not going to be the country you've known. Things will be different. The people will be different. The language is different. And you just got to accept it because, you know, you signed up for this. And now I know not everyone willingly applied for the scholarship. Some people are maybe forced by their parents to be like, hey, this scholarship is available. You should apply. You better apply and you got to go now that you received it. And I know it's not easy for you because you didn't really want to go to Taiwan. However, now that you're going, you're getting an experience that not everyone is able to get and you should make the most of it. Now, I hope that no one that is going to Taiwan, especially those that are scholarship recipients, turn out to be like this one person I heard about, like that went to Taiwan the year after I got there. Now, I don't know who this person is. The person is pretty much anonymous to me. But I do know one thing is that they got to Taiwan and until one month after, not even until just one month after, they decided this is not it. And they left. Now, of course, not everyone is made to handle those type of situations. But at the same time, you got to realize like, you know, after you got accepted, you already said, yes, I'm going. And all of this is happening to you when it could have been happening for someone else. And then you just get there and you throw it away. You're just like, to hell with this. And to me, that speaks entitlement. You know, I don't know what to call you. I don't want to offend anyone, but it just, you know, rubs me the wrong way because there are other people out there who really want these opportunities and you're here squandering it. So to those of you guys that are new students that are going to Taiwan, please do not squander it. Please make the most of it. You know, it won't always be easy. You will have bumps in the road. You will miss home. Hell, you will have those moments where it's like, why did I even come here? But just know at the end of the day, you will realize, you know, the benefits that come along with it, whether it's through your education, whether it's through meeting new people, getting to know a new culture, trust and believe you will enjoy it. So now the first thing that a lot of you probably are going through or are about to go through is that of quarantine. 
And I cannot relate to you guys. Well, I did do quarantine in Taiwan a couple months back when my roommate caught COVID. However, I'm talking about quarantining when you get to the country. For me, back in 2018, life was good. The world was still normal, you know, what we consider to be normal. And so when we got to Taiwan, it was just straight up leaving the airport, going to a place to stay before the school dorms were ready. And then we just do whatever we wanted to do at that point in time. Well, not do, we did. So yeah, quarantine life is not fun at all. Like you're confined to a small space, you're, you know, you're in a new place, but on the bright side, you have Wi-Fi, you're able to do nothing. But if you have video games, you better play them. If you have a computer, enjoy streaming, watching Netflix, watching YouTube videos, whatever it may be, just enjoy it. But try to do a little bit of exercise because you will gain weight in that room locked up for a week. Is it a week? Yeah, I don't even know, but you get the point. You guys will know. So one of the main things that Niall asked me about to talk about here on this episode is about, you know, those early expenses you have when you get to Taiwan. Now, a part of me feels like many of the things I will be saying here on this episode are things you guys already found out from people that came to Taiwan, well, went to Taiwan before you, whether, you know, it's at the orientation that you guys have, or you knew someone that was already in Taiwan or is there right now. So I might just be repeating stuff you already heard. But anyways, the show must go on. So first and foremost, when you get to Taiwan, you're going to be living in a school dorm. And now not every school dorm is the best. Fortunately, I could say that the Mingchuan University dorms on campus dorms were pretty decent. Some of my friends would beg to differ. But in my opinion, they were pretty decent. They were, they were good, in my honest opinion. They were dirty when we got there. But after that, it was a good life. I lived there for four years. So now, I hope you guys brought extra money with you because while you are going to get a stipend, that first month is going to be very expensive because you got to buy every single thing you need. Sure, you might be thinking, oh, but I brought everything with me. But no, you didn't. First of all, you got to buy your mattress. Whether or not you want a big mattress, you know, those thick ones that we're used to, the ones with the spring in it, it's going to cost you more than what the average Taiwanese student might use, which is those thin little foldable mattresses. Now, the choice you make, it's up to you. But like for myself, I had opted for one that had a spring in it. It costed a bit more. But, you know, I was going to be there for four years, so it was more of an investment to me than, you know, an expense. But yes, yeah, so you got to take into account that. And besides that, you're going to probably have to buy hangers. You're going to have to buy the cleaning supplies that you need to clean the dorm. You're going to have to buy whatever other little containers you may or may not need to put clothes in, to put other stuff in. So just take into account all of that. And now I have to say something specifically for those of you that are in Taipei. No matter what school you're in, Taipei can be dangerous to a student because sure, you might think your stipend is a lot of money, but living in Taipei, it can go just like that. And while Taipei has the most things to do, you know, it has a nightlife, it has all of that stuff that you generally associate with university life, trust and believe your money will run out if you do not manage it properly. So now, I used to think that Taiwan was very expensive. 
and it was compared to Belize when I had initially got there back in 2018. But, you know, even when I came back home as recent as 2020, well, before being home now, prices in Belize still felt like they were a bit cheaper than what you would find in Taiwan in terms of like groceries and what's not. However, upon returning to Belize a couple weeks ago, I'm realizing that, yo, Belize is pretty much the same cost as Taiwan, if maybe not getting a bit more expensive. And that's crazy. So, I would say to, you know, not expect that much of a difference in what you're going to be paying for stuff like groceries. Now, I cannot speak for those of you guys from other countries that may be listening to this episode, but the money they do give you in the stipend is enough to live. However, depending on whatever lifestyle you want to live, it may or may not be possible. Okay, now, towards a little positive thing in terms of what you're going to be spending for is that of data. Data is pretty cheap in Taiwan, and I'm talking unlimited data. At first, I used to pay around, I'd say, 16 US a month for unlimited data. However, before leaving, I had gotten a way cheaper plan with the help of my girlfriend, which I was paying around maybe like six US a month for unlimited data. So be prepared to be roaming the net wherever you go. Look forward to it, you guys. You're probably going to need it, especially for like things like Google Maps to get around. Please don't get lost. I had this one friend that even with Google Maps, she would find a way to get lost. I won't call her name, but my other friends will know. Now, moving on, please, to my MoFA people, do not be like other MoFA people. They get to the point where it's like they like to make it seem like us ICDF students are babies because we have a project manager who is someone that is in charge for, you know, who's in charge of us. They deal with all the paperwork. They pay our tuition. They, you know, they do all of those little stuff for us. Meanwhile, the MOFA students are out there being 100% independent in a sense. And shout out to you guys for doing that. But at the same time, don't try to, you know, look down on us ICDF students because you guys are the ones that made the choice to become a MOFA student. So that is on you. 100% on you. I just had to drop that little side note in there, you know. But back to a point that I should have dropped earlier is when it comes to living in a dorm, not every dorm situation may be the best. I know master students usually have it good because it's more often than not only two people in a room. However, for the undergrad or bachelor's, which is the same, you students are going to be in rooms with maybe three other people. So it's a four person room or some schools even have maybe six. So be on the lookout for that. But I would still advise you to try and live in the dorms as long as possible because you will be saving a lot of money. And that's a fact. Now, last but not least, just enjoy Taiwan. Like I said, have an open mind. Enjoy it. I know most of you guys are coming from countries where masks aren't worn as much anymore. However, in Taiwan, they still wear masks on public transportation. They still wear it outside. I don't think much has changed since I've left. I've only left like maybe two weeks and a half ago. And so, you know, there's still going to be that mask mandate. 
be mindful of it. You're in someone else's country. You can't have it your way. This is not Burger King. Yes, they do have Burger King in the country, but the country is not Burger King. So you cannot have it your way. But be open to new experiences. Be open to meeting new people. You will miss your family and friends back home. I will not lie to you. But at the same time, you will meet great people along the way. Just be sure to surround yourself with like-minded individuals, people that bring out the best in you. You know, very cliche stuff, but very true stuff. And don't feel like you have to associate with certain people just because, you know, you have certain things in common in the sense of, you know, coming from the same country. Because I've been there and I'm not trying to bash Belizeans, but I've had a couple people that made it seem like I would have to hang out with them. It was a must because we came from the same country and their attitudes weren't the best. So don't feel like you have to stick around just because, oh, yeah, we're all from the same country, so we must hang out. No, go out, find friends, find people that make you better, people that you can make better, people that just all in all you have a good vibe with. And that's a very key part. Whether you're in Taiwan for master's for two years, undergrad for four years, um, MOFA, so you're probably going to be there for five years. Um, no matter how long you're going to be there, just make sure that you're surrounded by great people, whether they're from the same country, same region or not. And with all of that said, I hope I answered some questions for you guys. In all honesty, there's nothing to fear. The only craziest thing is that you're on the other side of the world. The situation with the neighboring country, I don't even want to say names. I feel sometimes gets blown out of proportion by the media, but anything and everything is unpredictable in this world. But at the same time, just, you know, just live your life, enjoy it, make the most of it. And for the ICF students, you guys have a project manager, like I said, the person that's going to be in charge, but they're not your parents. Don't expect them to do every single thing for you. They're going to handle the school side of stuff for you. They're going to make sure your money comes in time. I hope. Well, that was the case for my school. And outside of that, they might give you like suggestions for stuff and what's not. But it's not their duty to do all that research for you. You know, it's just them being nice. And as a result of that, I got to shout out my project manager. Well, I had three. I had one for maybe a month. Then I had another for basically the entire school year. And then I had one last one for three years. And she's going to get the shout out because she's the one that was there the longest. So shout out to Sharon. I hope you shared this with your new ICDS students there at Ming Chuan. And yeah, if you guys have any questions for me, like I said, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on the Instagram page. Links will be in the description. Oh, and one last thing I forgot to mention to you guys. If you're having worries, if you're having concerns about the language, for the most part, you'll be able to get around without knowing Chinese. But do try your best to learn the language, especially for those of you outside of Taipei, because the further south you go, the less and less people will know English, the more you will have to try and chop up whatever little Chinese you know to get around. And I'm just saying this based off what people have told me. And yeah, but for those of you people in Taipei, be prepared to be spoiled with English 
because, well, Taipei is a capital. A lot of people are there that have learned English or in the process of learning it. So you will get a, you know, you will get by pretty easily with the help of hand signals, um, Google Translate trying to type in words here and there, and just breaking it down to baby English as simple as you can. That's just a little trick to get by for the beginning parts, but try your best to, you know, understand a little bit. I, I kind of failed in that department through my four years. I understood a little bit here and there, but my communication is horrible. So don't be like me. Please do not. With all of that said, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all have a great time in Taiwan. All the best with your studies. And to my regular people, we're going to be back to our regularly scheduled program. We're going to be back to normal with episodes for everyone. And for those of you that are new, feel free to come back next week. Check it out. And with that said, I will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.